Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double check does what the f*** he wants. About to go stupid again. She had the roof of the bitch. I'm about to do it again. I'm a fuck two of her friends. Just made a flip out the wall. Fuck the Frank Mueller. I jump out the jeweler again. I fuck my money up on the Rio, but I got it right back and I blew it again. Uh, hey, from the bricks. Welcome back. Episode 13. I think we're at. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, guys. Uh, go and follow us on Instagram at Alpha Blokes Podcast. And uh, like and subscribe, whatever platform you listen on. We've just uh, kicked the Facebook page in the pants, so make sure you get around that. It's uh, going to be the same sort of stuff, but, you know, if you prefer Facebook over Instagram and stuff like that, then get around it. And um, we're also starting up a YouTube channel. You know, you've got Freddie Flintstone and Barney Rubble here, so <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're throwing our best when it comes to the whole social media side. But my wife's pretty handy, so she's, uh, she's helping us out there. But, um, yeah... One other thing to bring up, guys, get behind Movember, you know, the link's in our bio, it's for a great cause, supporting men's health. I've actually, uh, I've died the MoMo. Yeah, I see she's, that. She's, uh, she's flaring. I, um, it was pretty funny, actually, went into the chemist, got the old uh, beard and mo dye, and... Um, There's actually one for beard and mo, it's not yeah, the hair one. No, nah, no, nah, it's for beard and mo's, and... Um, <laughs> And uh, I think it's for like when blokes go grey or whatever, they'd want to get rid of the salt and go more pepper. Yeah. And um, so I went it and it was pretty funny. I was at home and my wife applied it, but just painted my whole top lip and down the side. Like I would have done the same thing, mm. but she's just stained it. So when I went and washed it off, I've got my whole skin is just like dark brown, mate, down <laughs> the side of his face. Look like you've been eating ass. <laughs> yeah, top heavy. Oh. But yeah, I had to get that one of those like um, hand scourers and just take a layer of skin off. Bit of 80 but, grit. But it's all worth it, mate, you know, for the old Movember. So yeah, yeah get around that anyway, guys. My Movember, um, people are going, so what are you, what are you fucking doing here? <laughs> What's going on here? Sort of pointed it and I'm like, don't start. 
Nah, it's, I, I, lo- I actually like it. Oh, yeah. I reckon it looks good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're full of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, what do we do this drink review? Right, let's do it. What do we got, Russ? Let them know. Um, yeah, vodka and uh, vodka. No, espresso, espresso martini, martini pack. That's what we're on today. Yeah. So we've we, done the shake up. We've nailed one and fucked one. Well, we've sort of look. It is our first radio when it comes to this. So anyway, cheers, brother. Hey, and it's before lunch, so we thought we better just get a coffee and morning us. coffee. <laughs> That's actually. I'd get around that. Fucking oaf. That's good. We probably should have dropped a few ice cubes <laughs> in the shaker. Is that how you do it? Yeah, that's what the whole thing we got the ice for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're having a room to... tent. <laughs> so we forgot Vodka to use espresso is Kimberly hot. We forgot to use ice. So I could imagine it'd be <laughs> just <laughs> room tent coffee. I could imagine it'd be even better with uh, ice involved in the mix procedure. Oh, for but fuck's sake. Anyway, good stuff. I still like it. Ooh. Ah. Righto. So, yeah, go around that. Uh, get around that, guys. I think it's at the, yeah, Dan Murphy's and BWS and all other, like, good independent uh, independent bottleos. So yep. um, go get amongst it. Also, Volando, we've uh, we've got a shot prepared today and we've got some on the rocks with some lime and uh, lemon because the big fella's off sober. We're October. back drinking. We're, uh, we're back. So cheers, mate. Definitely warms us right up. How was that after your um, month off, bud? Good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good on you. I'd drive the core temp up a bit. Ooh. Yeah, I reckon. But, yeah, guys, if you if you want to give Volando a go, make sure you go on to www.volandotequila.com and use the code ALPHA15 at checkout for 15 bucks off. Definitely coming into summer, get around a few margaritas. Yeah, that's it. Get amongst it. Mate, what has been happening in this last couple of weeks or week or whatever? What have you been doing? Much shitting. On. Shitting. <laughs> what? Tell me about it. <laughs> I don't know if I got food poisoning or gastro, but yeah, she's been dramas. Yeah, that sucks, bud. Well, out at work. Yeah. And then left early from the last day. And um, yeah, instead of a pub crawl back to fucking Gladstone, she was a shit crawl. <laughs> <laughs> I've hovered over every porcelain bow in the Bowen base all the way back here. <laughs> oh, that's unreal. No, it wasn't. But oh, yeah. Oh, it's good listening though. Mm. Who copped it the worst, do you reckon, out of all of them? Duringa. <laughs> Shout out to Duringa. Sorry for the glance. That's what it sounded like. Duringa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else has been going on, bro? Um, fucking, I don't know, mate. Yeah. Oh, mate, I thought you talk about the shit crawl. I actually had a pub crawl. Shout oh, out to me, yeah. mate. Shout out to me cousin, me mate, Brent. Uh, it's his thirtieth pub crawl. She was the dad theme, brass, mate. It was it was unreal. Like I could not think of a more practical pub crawl theme than the dad theme. You know what I mean? Like you got the joggers on. I went the Randley Wanless twelve dollar deals from Kmart. Mm, yep, fucking. We were at uh no, actually I think it was Big Dub. We went to Kmart and we were looking through. They're getting too flash though. That they, fuck, they were. They did not have a pair of shoes that appealed to me. I was like, and they have the same price, but I was like, they're too good. Like they look too good. Piss off. Went over. <laughs> there they are. They're my babies. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So twelve bucks for them. Um, yeah. Went the full kit, mate. Had the bun bag on. You know. And I tell you what, that thing is so handy. 
the bum bag. I had the old the old cheap watch that you press the light up and you'd see what time it was while you're doofing. She was uh, she was unreal, mate. You're an Esha. Oh, it was it was great. Esha. But I think like towards the end of it, like three a.m. sort of thing, the old hats were off because I had the old two dollar hat that covered half your head and the speed deal yeah, that and that. You know that was off clipped to the bun bag. The shirt was untucked. So I think at three a.m. there would have been a couple of people seeing me and the wife just grooving, thinking, "Look at these weapons." Because no, no one else was with us. <laughs> yeah, another uh, ten years on you, they'd think it's the norm. Yeah, that's right. But no, I was all about it. Eh? That was uh, that was a great time. But um, what are some other like? Pub crawl or party themes that you could get around your head. I reckon your that that Sneen pub crawl that we did was unreal. Yeah, that is a beauty. Eh? So for Sneen and for people that don't know, it's yeah. joggers and um, jeans. Yeah, joggers and jeans. You know, you see the old bloke wearing them, he doesn't see a problem, and there shouldn't be a problem, but there is. So, yeah, but that that is a good thing. I'm going to embrace it with dad life, mate. Just fucking Sneen everywhere. Oh, that's it. It's all about comfort, mate. Yeah, but like. With uh, with that one though, you sort of want to try and make it in fucking winter. Well, my birthday's in August, so it's pretty good for a sneaking on pair of jeans. Yes, yeah, and that coit, on. that coit one we did for my birthday. I'd love to do that and into a pub crawl Russell one day. Coit. Just every cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be smack. Yeah, the um, cow on the streets, coit in the sheets. Fucking <laughs> 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 oath. But the um, I reckon come as your partner's pretty funny. Come like, as your partner. Yeah, yeah, like even if you're not having like a full-on pub crawl, but come as your partner's pretty good. Like I've seen some good ones on Facey and Insta and stuff like that. Yep. Um, or I saw this beauty the other day. Do you know Despicable Me with all the minions and mm. uh, and uh, I think he's – what's his name? His name's oh, Felenius Grew. So he's the dude who, who controls them all. Yeah. So I saw this thing. There's all these dro- blokes dressed as minions, just like yeah, as he's walking up the stairs, <laughs> and he's the group. Like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. mate, how good's that? Like, imagine doing that. I reckon it was unreal. Or like the Star Wars, the stormtroopers. Yeah, that's, I've that's seen that one. Funny. A few people. Yeah. We had a Darrow one. I think it was a Darrow one. Everyone's wearing tap out shirts and fucking. I still remember three quarter seeing, pants. Yeah, shout out to Mick Harris. I reckon <laughs> you were best dressed that day, bruss. All oh, those <laughs> shins were copping a belting. <laughs> And the DC, oh. like the Etnies, the skate shoes are real fucking wide cuts. Yeah, just filthing. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was like, a great day. That's like the, um, or there's a couple like retirement home bust out, like go as the old farts, like grannies and, and um, granddads. Where's Wally? I've seen that one. That's yeah. Cool. No, there's, there is a few beauties, eh? But I reckon with themed stuff, like I'm all about it, but you need to get full on into it. You can't just half ass nah. it, mate. It's all about just going full belt. If everyone hooks in, it's the best time ever. I'd love to do all the Wolf of Wall Street characters. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. You'd be Donny. Donny just <laughs> <laughs> having, having a pull over fucking Margaret Robbie. Oh well, but yeah, um, mate. That was, so that was one thing that I got up to. One other thing, bud. Fuck you to heartburn is what I've got to say. Been I don't know boy. how. Well, so pretty much, I had a packet of uh, miners jerky. I, I, I talked about it on another episode, but um. She was the miner's jerky spicy, and I got it on the way out to work from Dingo Servo the other day, and it fucking nearly dropped me on the beef road. <laughs> Seriously. I want to put the beef road into a, like perspective for some people. Like you Picture standing on the side of the highway, and you've got an old mate just hooking in past you at 110, how fast that is, two and a half hours of that without not even seeing anything. You see a turn, turn off, off to go somewhere else. That's it. Yeah. So if you've got any bodily dramas... She's fucking no good, bud. Like, You're getting so, in with nature. So, mate, I yeah, the last time she, I ate like a whole packet of quickies, and I was still just like had a volcano in me neck, 
So I'm like cramped the body up there, like breathing out, going. And that was the only thing. <laughs> that big breaths. Oh, that's yeah. the only thing that would make me feel good. And I had to sleep it off when I got to camp. It was dramas, man. But um, yeah, that's that's definitely not the only drama I've had on the beef road. The other battle of the beef road, mate. Like, uh, yeah, it's it, the the beef road poo story. So I I was at my last <laughs> my last night shift, man, out at out at work. Like a lot of the times we shout KFC and that out there. So she was the big old bucket of hot and spicy someone put on. And yep. I just hooked in, you know, as you as you do. As you do. Be rude not to, not paying for it. It's probably the miner's favourite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be. But anyway, I've stayed over a handful of chicken and, um, you know, went back, had a couple hours sleep like I normally do, sprung out of bed straight to the car, dropped the key off. I was pumped to get home. Didn't let gravity kick in. Rookie error. Normally, nowadays, I'd do a bit of walking around before it. But so, yeah, I've turned right 15 minutes down the road, and that's where you enter the two and a half hours of fuck all, yeah. known as the beef <laughs> road. As I've put my blinker on and turned on, I feel a rumbling in the guts. And I'm like, ooh, that's not good. Hopefully it makes sorts its way back up. Sorts itself out. Yeah. It trails and, uh, itself anyway, out. it was in the next 10 minutes that I realised I was shitting somewhere close to where I was right then. <laughs> and then in the next five, I had to pick where I was going. So I was like, fuck, righto. She's uh, pulled over on this causeway. I've just grabbed, reached into the laundry bag, pulled a spare pair of jocks out, and I'm just floating <laughs> Floating, car's still running. I'm just floating into the scrub, and I'm like, there was nothing. There wasn't really any bushes or anything. I found one tuft of grass, so I'm like, this will do me. So, I'm, so I'm out. Got the jocks and the and the pants off. Blew her out, and I'm like, right, well, I've got to let the whole thing happen. Like I'm, I'm in here now. I'll just embrace the situation, you know. Yep. But anyway, I've looked down. I feel something crawling over my legs. I've shit on an ant's nest. So there's a big. There's these big-ass meat ants crawling over my feet, so I've done the side shuffle like a crab out. So now I'm the most exposed I've ever been in my whole life. I'm like, I'm, I'm half-naked, pants down, shit on my ass, with a pair of jocks in my hand, completely exposed to if anyone drove past. Lucky fuck all people were that day because I fucking got the job done and got out of there, but, mate, I'm going to have to start packing a, uh, survival, kit, a like. survival kit, man, like on the beef road. Like she's the old, uh, I reckon she'd be the quickies, water, shit paper, and probably a food bar in case my car broke You might out. even need the pop-up fucking seat. Pop-up shitter seat. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's plenty of room in the canopy. I probably should, but, um, oh, mate, it was just like, yeah. That I don't could be a business opportunity for us. Maybe. The alpha shit seat. <laughs> But sh- yeah, it's the just, beef road shit pack. But it's just anything like any bodily function. Like that's a long time because you picture driving anywhere. There's normally a town half an hour away. You know, you just hold on. But because it was two and a half hours, and so the body just gave up. It was like, nah, I'm not holding on any longer. But um, anyway, yeah. Talking about driving out of um, middle of nowhere, Morbs, the old mate that went for the route run to Darwin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went up. He made it back safe. Did he? Yeah, yeah. But um, you wouldn't believe it. He's going back up again on his days off. Is he? <laughs> he is. What a legend. She must have. No, nah, he's going to pick her back up. She must have went off like a bag of prawns in the sun. <laughs> uh, he's like, did you mention me in your podcast? And I'm like, yep. Yeah, well, he deserves it. That's fucking oaf. Doesn't he? We're all about it. We weren't giving him shit. I said, you hit any ruse? He reckons he didn't hit one. There you go. It must have been those lights. In yeah. <laughs> we'll have to take a picture of them and show you. Actually, you just brought up ruse. 
I was going to mention it later on, but I've got to bring it up. One of the biggest wool pulls, I think, in Australian history, I've noticed when I was out at work the other day, man. So we were sitting in there ready to go to work, and there was this speaker. It looked like a speaker set on the bull bar of this work van. And I'm like, uh, I was like, what's that? One of the boys is like, oh, that's a shoe room. <laughs> yeah. I said, a fucking what? <laughs> and he said, a shoe room. And I said, what the fuck's a shoe room, mate? And he goes, she's the, I've got it written down here so I, so I get the details right, but yeah, it's, it's a device that attaches to the front of your car that puts out a high frequency noise that humans can't hear, but kangaroos can to deter them. What an absolute joke that is, mate. Fucking hell. She's like a fucking boss speaker just attached to the front. It's uh, And I Googled the price of it at the moment. Guess how much? What are we talking? What are we talking? It's a speaker, mate, that put, put, apparently. Actually, well, I used to sell them at Autobahn. Oh, yeah. Back when I was What were they then? School. Um, Oregon, though, a couple of hundred bucks mate, back then. I Googled it now. They're $618. Holy shit. Yeah, I reckon they're in that 300 mark. But I wow. think that's the biggest joke I've ever heard. Like, what you're telling me, you're fucking sooling down the road at 100. And there's a little high-pitched beep that's going to be louder than your car. And what's to say Skippy doesn't just get scared and jump across in yeah, front Yeah, 110 is that strong that almost just going to go does it force field reversal. Them, does it force field them off the side? And so I did a bit of digging, and I found a new study into the shoe roofs, found that device has no effect. Holy fuck. The Melbourne University <laughs> study claimed the popular shoe roof neither altered the behaviour of kangaroos within hearing range nor made any difference to the number of kangaroos hit by test vehicles used in several companies travelling through four states. The latest version is said to be effective 400 metres ahead of the vehicle and 50 metres to either side. However, zoologist Helena Bender, Bender, rip a name, who spent three years (laughs) studying the shuru, said only a small component of its signal was ultrasonic. So the static recordings found the signal was barely detectable at a range of 50 metres on a grass surface and 100 metres on bitumen. On the move, those readings changed entirely. Engine and tyre noise overwhelmed any sound of the device made. So at the Victorian Werribee Open Plain Zoo, the shuru was tested on resident rouge. They failed to take flight, either ignoring it completely or glancing at the vehicle whether or not the device was turned on. Fuck so it. she's, guys, like, and one other thing. How the fuck do you pre-start it if you can't hear it? <laughs> See the red, uh, green flashing light on it. Yeah. She's good to go. Oh, but I tell you what, we used to sell a fuckload of them. Yeah, but it just, it just blows my mind, eh? Like, guys, if you've got a shuru on your rig, stop embarrassing yourself and take it off. Yeah, get a decent bull there's, bar. Yeah, there's these awesome things that were invented ages ago <laughs> called fucking bull bars, and they work really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that just, that just, actually, it just blew me mind, eh? But quickly back to um, what we were talking about, the beef road. As you enter it, I was, I was saying before, there's dingo there. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to the dingo statue at Dingo. We've been giving dingo a bit of a run lately, haven't we? Yeah, we have, mate. Well, it's a central point for both of us. Who was but, born there? Footy oh, I think Benny Hunt. Benny Hunt. Yeah, he was, he was born there. From- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Benny Hunt. <laughs> yeah, good at catching the ball. Um, but, yeah... Right at the start is, yeah, the Statue of Dingo. If you haven't driven through there, give it a Google. It's a classic example of why you don't always go with the cheapest quote. It's a shocker. Looks like a mongoose. (laughs) (laughs) It's an absolute shocker. I reckon it would have been a pretty awkward, like, unveiling there. It's uh, it's like getting a shit present at Christmas and you've got to be happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. Thanks. That's really good. 
Had about eight of them. Yeah, I'll wear that. But um, yeah. Um, but also with the, another big contender for Australia's biggest wool pool in my eyes is bottled water, bro. Mm. I think it's crazy. Like mm. going around here anyway, like Gladstone, we got a Wonga just up the road there. You walk into the servos and everything around here to get a bottle of water, mate. She's three dollars fifty for a bottle of Mount Franklin. What's the most you paid a, for one? Oh, I don't know, but I want a I want a cup of like a Wonga for fuck all. I reckon mine was seven dollars twenty or something oh. at an airport. I don't know, like a big one. No, nah, like a six hundred with a like a, it had a pump like a pump one. Oh yeah, with a pop top. Hell. It's crazy, eh? Like, seven dollars twenty. Where's Mount Franklin even at? It's probably old mate and he's fucking um, in his house just filling them up and sealing them and saying, Mount Franklin. <laughs> like who? Someone will probably give us the details. You don't know where Mount Franklin is. Yeah, well, probably. I do like that Fiji water when I want to treat myself now and then. A yeah. bit of a flash. Nice. Flash fella. Tank water goes all right. I think the frogs um, add to the flavour. Yeah, I've got a bit <laughs> of a tea colour going here. Yeah. Clean those gutters out. Frickin yeah. But, yeah, give us a couple of Lakawonga for fuck all. Should be like a bubbler or something set up in there, I reckon. But, um, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, a couple of wool pulls for you anyway. Stay, stay well clear of the shoe route. I reckon it's a carry-on. But, um, mate, how hot is it? Oh, mate, like a fucking sweating like a gypsy with a mortgage. Yeah, it's just I'm getting... hot now. Yeah, it's getting, um, it's getting pretty hot. One thing, like bringing it back to work that I laugh about every summer, and it seems to span across every mine site I've been at too, is that, like, you go, you go, oh, this air, like, the air con start playing up, whether it be in the dozers or the loaders and stuff like that, and, you know, you get all the um, auto-lecky out to test it or the air con bloke, and it's always the same thing, man. You hear him go, oh, mate, you know, she's pretty fucking hot, mate. You know, they struggle, and I'm thinking, that's why they were made, bruh. <laughs> Because it's hot and it makes them go cold. Like, what a shit excuse that is. And the worst thing is when they're like, when they are shit, it's a vacuum sealed cab to keep Mm. the fucking dust out. So she's literally nowhere. It's still, eh? It's still. Yeah, it's shocking, mate. But no, that's, I just find that pretty funny, eh? They've, uh, yeah, because we had a couple go the other day. It's the same time every year, too. Right when it's That's starting right. to get hot, it's like this is the first mine site of that where they actually do something about it. Oh, really? Yeah, the last like, mines I've worked with you at. And yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, put up with it. Yeah, just yeah, ratchet the, strap the fucking door. Open. Yeah, open the door, get a like yeah. half or full quarter glass style. Yeah, smack <laughs> fall into the coal bar with the door open. That's gonna be handy. Oh, uh, right. Let's cross over to the newsroom. Welcome to the Alpha News and our views. We'll start things off today with probably one of the best news we've heard in ages, and that's Cleo Smith was found alive and well. I've got to um, admit, mate. Um, unreal outcome. I've got to admit, there was Buckley's chance, I thought, of her getting found alive. I think it was like three weeks that, you know, she was gone. And reading some stats on it, that's very rare, eh? That's right. Especially if they're taken by someone that isn't their family member to be found alive and well still. She's so. probably lucky she was with fucking Michael Jackson's stepbrother. Oh, didn't it? What a great... oh, Mate, I'm glad that they finally, like, there's a couple of days after it, because we talked about it recently about how they don't get their 
faces and that put in the paper. So it was good to finally see a big article out on him, mate, so everyone knows who to just fucking smash whenever they see. Yeah, they didn't want to fucking put it out there for a bit there. Yeah, I was sort of starting to go, what is doing? But, uh, yeah. So, mate, but she looked um, pretty pumped when they found her and stuff, so yeah, you must have just played dolls mate, with her for yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah, so hopefully that's, that's all it is, because yeah. fucking... No, that's right. I think he was just a sicko who, like, he must have... Just must've, wanted a kid of his own. Yeah, well, he was probably him. raiding through the tent to steal stuff and just saw an opportunity and, oh. and did it, because if he was a proper sicko, like Pedro... He had all those dolls in the car with him saying, oh, taking mate. selfies and... Yeah, <laughs> I hope, He's a fucking I mad hope, cunt. I hope he gets put with the meanest <laughs> bloke in prison, man. Oh, fuck me. Uh, eight people died and many more were injured at a concert in Houston after a large crowd began pu- uh, pushing forward to the front during a performance by hometown rapper Travis Scott. The concert was a part of the Astro World Music Festival. Imagine that. Well, that'd be loose, eh? If you, We've like, probably just, both been in, like, yeah, some, like, I don't know, we call it mosh pits or something. Like, yeah. And then you do the old run at me type thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, even times with Big Day Ed in that in the boiler house yeah. or whatever, like, it was that hot, man, and I'd have to get out to, to have, like, just, like, put your hair out, head out the side and have a couple of breaths of... Fresh air, but that'd be that'd be a pretty shit experience, man. Getting because they got like crushed, crushed. Eight people and a heap were injured, and yeah, that's loose. Couldn't even imagine. Imagine if you had your missus next to you or something. That's right. Next to you, loser, she's fucking on the ground. He's getting trampled. Yeah, it's pretty. Or it can be a pretty scary thing. Yeah, not a fan of that. Uh, UFC card, man, this was awesome, eh? The perfect card, in my opinion. Every fight was entertaining. There was fuck all cuddling and submissions and plenty of action. The Gaethje versus Chandler was mm. one of the best fights you'll ever see. If you haven't actually watched that yet, I really recommend going to watch it. It was unreal. I've only watched the highlights, as usual, every time I'm fucking working, the card's on. Yeah. But I'm actually going to pay for the repeat tomorrow. Hopefully Mate, it, I can sit down and actually watch it. Honestly, it's it's a perfect card, in my opinion. Like, other results included Usman and Rose defending their titles. They were good. Marlon Chito Vera finished Fra- Frankie Hedger with a brutal head kick. He nearly kicked his face off with a front kick. Yeah. Just absolutely, yeah, it was unreal. And uh, Shane Burgos got the chocolates, too. Got a win. Yeah. So no, I, I was about it. I was actually going back to those highlights of Gaethje and fucking oh mate, oh, oh elite. mate, it was awesome. I think Gaethje said in the um, post fight press conference that they were born in the wrong era. Like they should have been gladiators fight to the death in the in the arena. And I agree, it was so good. I've so never seen good. better highlights. Chandler and fucking Gaethje, holy oh, mate, that's perfect. They were just throwing bombs. <laughs> it was it was the best. Really good. Um, what else we got here? Bit of boxing, mate. Bit of boxing. Yeah. Oh, Canelo. Yeah. Alvarez defeated Caleb Plant to become boxing's first undisputed super middleweight champion, winning by knockout in the eleventh round. He's got to be. Uh, it's hard to argue against him being the pound for fan, uh, pound for pound, pound best yes, at right. the moment. Eh? He's pretty impressive, old Canelo. Fucking over. That's, you see, that's actually, cool. um, uh, Jake Paul. He posted something on um, Dana White when Rose was fighting and, and like just got the got the win. Mm. He's staring down at the boxing on the laptop yeah, at the front there. Was that Canelo's fight or was that another boxing? That was Jack Paul editing it. Oh, you reckon it was? Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. you wet. Hear me, he's getting around the social media. <laughs> yeah. He just oh, I thought he actually was just sitting there watching nah. it because he's done that before and other things. No, nah, because I saw a different post, like I think the Hello Sport boys that do the podcast oh, yeah, put yeah. them on the screen as well and say Dana getting around us. Like, so oh, it must just right, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, there, no, there you go, people. Funny. I'm just getting sucked into the social media. Fucking. Oh, jokey Paul. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, uh, Harry Garside confirms his professional debut on December 10. He'll face Southpaw Sashin Muladar on the Gallon Alloy A undercard. I actually watched the live chat and the press conferences and that between Gallon and Alloy A the other day and like yesterday at the press conference and um, it was a good bit of lip. Alloy A did, want, did not want a bar of three-minute rounds. It was the same at the press conference. Mm. Did not want a bar of it. It shits me. He keeps avoiding the... Avoiding the question, Gallon keeps saying boxing three minute rounds, bros. You keep saying that you're deadly and you want to, you're better boxer than that. Why don't you want to do three minute rounds? And he's just sidestepping the question, mate. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Because he was saying at the press conference, all these lads in front of you here are boxers. And are you not a bit embarrassed that you're getting paid 10 times more than them and you're refusing to fight three minute rounds, which is what boxing is? Yeah. And he just, yeah, just didn't want a bar of it. So. Bit of a pussy. Like I'm all about footy players fighting and that, which is good, but at least respect the lads that are doing it as their that, sport. Yeah, that's you know? right. You're going to get paid heaps, do it properly. Um, there's a bit of a shark attack story, or shark bite, they call it, the ABC, the fucking, um, yeah, they call it a shark attack, a shark bite. That's just, yeah, narcissistic. The poor, yeah, the poor bloke's body hasn't even been found, but they don't, don't panic everybody, the ABC headline writers want you to know that it was only a shark bite, not a shark attack. Well, and he hasn't even been found. Yeah, apparently this is 19 hours ago, so yeah, right. whenever this episode airs, hopefully they found it. But, um, yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. But, yeah, a bit just more gets, than a bite. Yeah, a bit more than a bite when you can't find the bloke. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, that's brutal. Hopefully Gee, they do find they him. Mean, yeah, so that obviously was WA, but I think there was another one this week, um, like New South Wales. Just crazy, eh? Mate, There's a lot of sharks in the water. Like I was at the reef, probably um, yeah, what fortnight ago, with brother-in-law and else, and um, just casually three and a half meter tiger, just cruising up to the boat, just beautiful, healthy looking thing, and I'm just going, cool. holy stuff! That brush. There, there's a few around. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty wild. Yeah, it sort of wraps up the uh, Alpha News in our views, guys, but um. We just sort of wanted to have a bit of a chat about social media. So, like, for me, like, I don't think I would have ever deleted Facebook if I didn't get hacked because, you know, I was hooked on it like everybody else. It was the first thing I checked in the morning when I woke up. It was, um, you know, I found – I'm honestly glad it happened to me and and I won't be getting it back like I did, like I used to have it because I found, like, I was getting just wrapped up in negative shit. Like, I was just commenting on random shit on these pages – with other people and I'd be in like tit for tats with <laughs> random people yeah. I didn't even know and just this negative spiral of fake bullshit and I was like, what the fuck is doing? Yeah. So, you know, I think when I got hacked, I was being stubborn and hard-headed at the start going, fuck it, I'm not getting it back, that's bullshit. But now I'm sort of seeing it as like, oh, I think it's actually worked a lot better for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Um yeah. Yeah, it's just – and, like, Marketplace, and that's awesome for Facebook. That's and, the only reason I've got it still, bros. And connecting with people, like, overseas and stuff like that. But, honestly, for me anyway, it's it's really it's really been a lot better for me. And, like, I'm not saying Instagram's perfect either. Like, everyone only ever posts their highlight reel on Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so as long as you never think that someone's life every – like, it's not someone's life every day, it's all sweet. Well, that's what I'll be teaching my kids – that light, like that everyone's Facebook and Instagram is only the highlights of people's lives. Like barely anyone posts the shit times and average times, you know, because they're not going to get as many likes doing that shit. Yeah. I um, actually found, found a bit of a, a quote of someone talking about social media that I just want to play. 
and I took a break from social media because it was it was causing me um it was really like causing depression. Why depression? Because comparison is the killer of all joy. When you look at it, I was looking at for me, I can't say nobody else. Y'all might be way stronger than me. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? But yeah. me, I'm a normal person. Uh-huh. I never see myself in my greatness. But all people do is post their highlight reels. And I'm comparing my real life to somebody's highlight reel. Yeah, so that that for me, man, sort of shows you how some people could, you know, spiral out a little bit or start feeling pretty shit about yeah. watching something and thinking they should be doing this better. But, yeah, just remember that no one's posting the shit times they have. No, no. So. I love this chick. I'll actually um, shout her out. Uh, I think her name's – I'm going to stuff it up. Karina – Irby or whatever. She actually owns um, that Moana bikini. Yep. Got 1.2 million followers. Um, mate, hats off to her. She like is like she downloaded a heap of editing apps and she was like doing her natural body and stuff like that. She's like good looking chick. Yeah. And then she's like, um, yeah, doing the editing app and then going to before and after and just like uh, yeah, how it made her feel. Eh? And then she was putting up a heap of polls, sort of thing, saying. Like when she's traveling and she goes, it was like sort of questions like how I actually feel through them. Like yeah. I, was, I was stressed, I had travel anxiety, like trying to be that. Well, like, she was just giving everyone truth. Like she got a massive following, doing well in her business and stuff. That's like, awesome, like from mate. from the Gold Coast. But she's probably the first one I've seen that's like holy, like yeah, it's actually proven you don't have to be that highlight reel editing photos. Well, mate, things like that is unreal because like I know my wife. Like, she's gone through two pregnancies now, mm. two C-sections. You know, women's bodies don't, like, they go through so much shit. So for them, like, seeing someone, for her, seeing someone like that, that actually posts real shit about cellulite and, that's and right. stuff yeah, like that's that what, Yeah, women, that's what it sort of, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good, mate. So... Mate, but, nothing's but, yeah. hotter than a bit of a girl with confidence, uh, hands down. Oh, that's right. You got to just rock what you got, eh? Right? Fucking oath. Yeah, especially if you if you've got. Don't worry, we don't want some good looking chicks. Oh but yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Oath. No, but, yeah, but yeah. yeah, confidence is a key. If you're a confident girl, yeah, hundred percent. But we're uh, we're but, taken. We're like, happily uh, taken. <laughs> <laughs> but like on a positive note with social media, because I don't just want to just harp on it. Because we're on social media, like I said, we just started our Facebook up to get around. We're going to get on frigging YouTube and all this stuff, and that's what we're going to use to grow. Like it is good to keep in contact with people that live far away and overseas, and to be able to see what they're up to. You that's know, right. like, and we're into so much. Um, Cool. Like, we're into so much shit, so that's why I'm big on social media, like Instagram oh, sure, and stuff man. like that. 100%. It's just good. I just I just wanted to really give people the thing saying don't get too that's right. down, you know, like about the sort of thing. Um, you know, and it allows us to get the audience involved with the show, like we've been doing and what we are doing. Like, that's I right. like for people to be able to message us or, you know, get involved or ask us questions and hear what they want to Want us to talk about it. It's freaking good, man. It's funny. Some of the polls and shit, like all, all that sort of stuff. It's all good stuff. Yeah, the polls have been funny as fuck. Calling yeah. us devious one minute, getting around it the next. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's good. But, you know, we put a question on our socials a while ago asking, you know, if you're struggling or you're dealing with a bit of head noise, like what's your go-to activity to deal with it? And, um, you know, we, short, we thought we'd share a few of them. So a lot of people said, like, golf, fishing, getting outdoors, um, Bit of meditation, you know. Uh, Bumming tunes while driving. Yeah, yeah. Talking to mates, surfing, getting in the ocean, rooting, rooting. Absolutely, always gets that dopamine and serotonin going. <laughs> <laughs> Settling goals and achievements to strive for. 
Yeah. Uh, look, getting on the piss. So a fair few people wrote that. And look, don't get me wrong, when I'm copping a bit of head noise, I'll grab a beer in that as well with the rest yeah. of them. But just be careful with that one. Like, you don't want to just fucking drink yourself into making a stupid decision and stuff. So She's good for a 12-hour period, but when you yeah. wake up the next day, she could be twice well, as look, worse. I, I just wouldn't. If you're dealing with head noise, I wouldn't turn to piss to deal with it. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's probably the some... easiest way out, which a lot of people do. Yeah. Alcohol and drugs, it's because it's escaping reality, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Which, yeah, I, I'm, I've got to admit, I, I like getting a few beers into me too if I'm copping a bit of head noise, but it's all, yeah, don't rely on that to no, be the only no, way. No, that's, to... that's right. And, look, choosing gratitude when things go to shit, you know what I mean? So, you know... Writing a few things down, like we've said before, Timmy said that, you know, every now and again when he's struggling with stuff, he'll write it down on a bit of paper and send it to his missus, you know, things that he's grateful for if shit hits the fan. Yep, yep. Um, but, yeah, that's a few good things anyway, guys, to give a crack if you're struggling, eh? You know? Yeah, Instead definitely. of just sitting there dealing with it. What's anything today that we're, you're grateful for, mate? Mate, honestly, finding a side hustle that makes me happy, what we're doing right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like giving me... Things to think about when I'm out at work, when I'm in my room at, uh, at camp, you know, putting putting time towards something positive, something I really enjoy. Yeah, definitely. So, um, what about yourself, Russ? What are you grateful for? Mate, this week I'm actually like I'm grateful for the people I've met and the opportunities I've had in my life. Just like the manner oh, I got, I think it was one afternoon I woke up from night shift. I had seven phone calls ridiculous and it was just from people I haven't spoken to in ages and it was about all sorts of different things jobs different maybe opportunities and stuff like that that um was just awesome I was just like these are like proper good conversations and I was just frothing on it I was like I'm so I'm I'm so happy with people I've met in my life and all the opportunities I've had I was just grateful for the people having me life really that was where I was getting at oh that's cool man it means it sort of shows that you're on the right path with doing the right things by certain people and building good relationships with people. Yeah, definitely. It makes me want to reach out more and, like, call people that I haven't talked to in a while. Yeah. And, like, yeah, return the favour type thing. Like, I've just had seven phone calls from people that weren't – like, one of them was definitely you, mate. But yeah, <laughs> I think we rack up a few hours a day. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's business. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, no, that's right, man. That's awesome. Um we sort of thought we'd share, like, a couple of goals that we've got in the next 12 months, you know, because I think it's important if you guys, like, write your goals down or if you have something to strive towards. Or a vision board. Yeah. Say something you want to buy or work towards. Something like that, yeah. Just put your energy towards. Well, I haven't but got one yet. Do you, but want, <laughs> do you want to share what our goal is in the next 12 months that we've put on each other? Yeah, well, this is going to be the hardest challenge of our fucking lives. But... um. Our goal in the next 12 months, well, I don't even know when it's under 12 months, Noosa's got a half marathon and your boys, <laughs> your boys the Alpha Blakes, we're going to sign up to it. We're going to sign up, we're going to do it, run a half marathon together. Yeah. So just to put it into perspective, I fucking hate running. Same. Think anything Same. Worse. So what do we do? We're going to run a half marathon. Mm. But anyway, I just think it's a, it'll be a good thing for us. I'm going to carry on over the Christmas period, but I think January 1st I'm going to – like I'm going to actually find a um, a program to, to get yourself ready because I Googled how long do you need to prepare for a half marathon and it said if you can run four or 5K, yep. you know, three or so months, you can get ready for one. And I'm like, yeah, I could bust out a 5K. But, What's the uh, most you've run? What was your like? I don't know, man. When we were doing the um, Queensland Cup pre-seasons and that, we were fucking running, bruss. Like doing, doing a fair bit of running, but that's a lot of years and a lot of beers ago. 
So my best because I haven't had the best fitness run, but um, two end of two thousand nineteen, I got like a couple of ten k's in. That's good, but um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking another whole no, lot right. of that. Well, uh, but it's something that we're going to have a go at anyway. I reckon it'll be good for us, man. I think um, it's in Noosa in May for anyone. Mate, we can make a party out of it afterwards. We'll yeah. be getting we'll be getting fucking penthouse or something to yeah, we'll sort celebrate. It out. I'm gonna have to take some time off work. I'm rostered on for it, but that'll be all right. We'll um we'll get around that. But that's one thing that we're gonna try and do. The other one for me in the next twelve months, just keep building their business, take a massive step towards making it a full time thing because like I said before, my mental state after starting this and what I'm doing at the moment's the best it's ever been. So if I, if we can keep you know, striving towards making it a thing that we keep doing full time, then uh, yeah, that'll be unreal. Yeah, definitely. I feel the same way. I want to just learn everything about business. I yeah, really sure. enjoy it. So, um, yeah, it's good. Eh? I think, like, I've been seeing a lot of successful people lately, whether it be on social media and stuff like that, talking about like manifesting your goals and dreams into reality. And, like, I'm a big believer in this. Eh? Like, a good quote I've got written down here to manifest what you what you want in life cannot simply act as if you must embrace the possibility as a probability. You must feel it deep within the core of your being. You know what I mean? You really got to, I just reckon you got to really believe that you can do something and put all your energy towards doing it and believe that you can actually do something. Like, like we understand that people can't just quit their jobs to chase dreams, you know. Like people have commitments, bills to be paid, families to support. But whatever spare time you do have, start a side hustle, something you enjoy and keep building it and making it better. Eventually, if you put enough energy and focus into it, you'll be able to escape the shitty position you've put yourself in. Well, the absolute worst case scenario is putting your energy into something you enjoy instead of sitting there for an hour thinking how shit your position is. That's right, yeah. You, you work, what, yeah, nine to five or if you're a 12-hour day for someone else, you're tired and that, work on your own goals. Yeah. Half an hour. Hundred percent. If you got half an hour, an hour, put it towards something. It doesn't have to be. It like it can even be something towards. Like I've seen a couple of lads getting into the gym and that. It can be having That's goals right. in the gym. You don't or or reading a book or, or anything like that. It just yeah. I just reckon uh, yeah. Hook in. Try and, try invest, and invest in yourself. I reckon. Yeah, for sure. No, that that's a good one, man. I reckon uh, definitely put some time into yourself. Like, you know, if, if you are struggling or you think this is shit, I don't want to do this. I'm only doing it to make money. Find what you like doing. You've got to find something. And uh, once you do find that, just start putting a little bit of time into it. Just keep chipping away. Just keep, yeah, have a go anyway. Have a go. Have a go. That's, yeah. Have a crack. Right. Just that's like the Nike, that's probably the best best um, saying, old Nike, just do it. Yeah, that's just, right. You make a start, just, yeah. Just do it. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, we put um we put a bit of something on our socials just recently, um, like the people segment, like we do most of the time, and we got a few um questions in, so we'll we'll sort of get through with a few of them. One, the first one, uh, measurement of a man was the question. Now I found a, a quote from Martin Luther King: "The true measure of a man is not how he behaves in moments of comfort and convenience, but how he stands in times of controversy and challenges." I thought that was a pretty uh, yeah, pretty good quote. But for me, myself, like a bloke should be himself no matter what crowd he's around. Be confident in your character and who you are. Just be, be yourself, man. Your brain is going to be a lot more thankful oh, to you if you be yourself. It'd be so much hard work trying to be someone else in the wrong friends group. And you see it all the time. And you can see them mentally drained afterwards going, holy, I just went to that. Yeah, 100%. Just be yourself. 
that's all. That's what I reckon anyway, no matter who you're around. What do you reckon, Bruss? Oh, imagine like a goody two-shoes group and, and we've got to sort of bring it back a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a bit hard, wouldn't it? Oh, mate. Another, uh, another question. The one-flip steak cooking method or the multiple? That's oh, yep, yep. fucking beauty of a question, I reckon. What's your, what's your thoughts first, mate? What do you reckon? Well, I've been all about the reverse sear lately, so... Um, yeah, I like it in the oven first. Yeah, or the oven or the smoker or the yeah or the Weber or whatever, and then just sear the flavour in. In the yeah, mainly in the smoker. Yeah, and then reverse sear it in a pan or on the Weber. Yep, but um, I reckon yeah, normally, one, yeah, one side flip, wait for the blood to come through, and then flip it over. How do you like your steak? Well, well that's I, what we sort of like. I reckon it depends for me, man, on what steak you're cooking. You know what I mean? That's like right. If you've got a big ass thing that it takes a while to cook and you're only doing it on the pan or the grill, then you might have to cook it a few times so you don't overdo one side. Yep. But if you're dealing with just a rump steak or something, I'm definitely the one flip bloke. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But no, it's all about. There's a lot of art in cooking a steak, bud. Fucking, oh, I love cooking a steak. Same. It's prime. Get around that. That was a great question too, brother. Um, debate ways to get piss fit, mate. Righto. So, like anything in life, it's all about building up for something. <laughs> practice. So if you've, practice yeah, makes perfect. That's it, bro. So if you got if you got a couple of if you got a big event in a couple of weeks, you're stressing out, right? You got a micro dose, boys. You got a micro dose. So build yourself up. Couple of beers a day. Might build it to three the next day, four. By the end of it, the night before, you're building up, you've had a few, you're just going to sink into it, aren't you? You know what I mean? Fucking hell. Instead of your morning coffee, get an espresso martini into you. That's right. Have you got days off on fucking. It's like a coffee on steroids. (laughs) Fucking hell. Remember in Whistler, you'd have the old Bailey's fucking hot chocolate, get the day started, go to work. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. But no, bro, it's all about uh, consistency. Like, we're not saying you should be pissheads, but the question was, how do you get piss fit? And it's like getting real fit. you got to train. Train. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we think about that one anyway. Um, next one, story on your best mud crabbing sesh. Mate, you I, had a good session? Mate, there's been heaps of good sessions. Oh, yeah. I can't really think about anything in particular, you know what I mean? I, I really love crabbing, and it's the funny part about this whole thing is I don't eat crab. Yeah, I really hate the taste of crab, but have I will... you had chili crab? No, I need to start getting. I reckon we need to cook that up for you, and we'll see how you go on that. Because yeah, yeah. Eat, yeah well, at least you can dip a bit of bread in it. Yeah, if you don't like it, well, that's good, like prawns, good. man. I used to hate prawns, but I, I started eating garlic prawns, and now I like them. But yeah. um, so probably the similar thing. But man, nothing, nothing that like shouts out to me a single time. But man, I, I love crab, and I like yeah, fucking I can be camping, and the amount of Midnight missions that we've been on. Oh. Always had a sober driver, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but um, yeah, the midnight crabbing session is uh, is is great. What about you, bro? Oh, I reckon um, I've had a fair few. Won't name the place, but yeah, definitely done well. But oh, a few stories getting up to a few places to go crabbing. I'm going to just roast Carl probably now. Actually, <laughs> when we're up the Narrows, people that don't know that it's sort of like yeah, the channel from sort of Gladstone. Through to Rocky type thing, yeah, Port Alma, up through the guts there. But um, we uh, went up in his cat and we had the um, the tinny behind us. And anyway, we pulled up, had a few beers, rah, 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 go throw the pots in. Pitch black night, no moon. So it shouldn't be an excuse. Blokes should know where he's going. <laughs> anyway, he's just put his head and flat out, Oregon, like 25 knots, and he's just missed the whole corner. I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking almost an acre. 
and we've just gone, drove straight up the mangroves. The boat, the water's coming in the back of it. We're that far up the mangroves. <sighs> She's, bit, I'd say there'd be a croc or two up there. What size tinny are you? Same as mine, four, yeah, like a 4.4 oh, yeah. meter tinny. You just boosted her up the mangroves. Yeah, holy. <laughs> and just a sudden stop. And he, you're, you're right, you're right. <laughs> You're right, Russ. Did you have a um, – see, I bought the I bought the old spotty man that plugs into the cigarette Yeah, we had nothing. Oh. I, yeah, but, I, like, we're reversing it. Once we got out of there and it was all good, I'm going, there's a whole fucking headland. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's been – yeah, plenty of people got some good crabbing stories. Did you get any – did you get many crabs out of that? No, that no, trip? that was a shit run. That was a shit – yeah, we didn't get – we didn't get one. We went to Yellow Packs the next morning. Oh. Mitch snapped his ankle. She was a fucking eventful weekend. Jesus. Anyway, don't get in a car with a cunt either. <laughs> you end up you end up fucking bog for five days. <laughs> I don't know how many times we're in Australia Day. <laughs> Australia Day we got bogged for at least no, we got bogged that morning for five hours. Then we had to go rescue someone else and got bogged for another twelve. We had to rescue someone one day over at Facing On. We were there for three days. He still owes me a sickie. <laughs> anyway. Oh, so he's the crab and king, eh? No, no. No, he's not. No, no. Yeah, but, didn't, uh, you, yeah. didn't you tell me a thing that he tried to wash the old uh, the crab bag out one time? And tipped oh, it that's right. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gee whiz, you were going to cop a race in an Carl. <laughs> Shout out to Carl. Yeah, yeah. We're, um, we're up the Calliope and we got a few. Anyway, he goes, I'll give these crabs a drink before we head back. It had, had them stacked, tied in the old Hessian bag. Yeah. Anyway, he's, um, he's laughing, going, oh, imagine if there was, um, this was upside down. He pulls them up. There was a hole in the bottom of the Hessian bag. All five of them dropped out, fucking tied up. <laughs> and he was even saying, imagine if there was, this was upside down. And, oh, they, and no. the guts had fallen out of him. I'm going, holy Jeez, you would have been just spewing, wouldn't you? The episode should just be called The Race of Carmiers. Well, it might be. Race of Carmiers. Shout out, Carl. Right. That, <laughs> yeah, that sort of brings that crabbing session to a thing. That was Far good, around, like, Yeah. Um, right. One of the boys messaged in and said local people's struggles and how they overcome. So, like, one of the main struggles a lot of blokes face around here is working away, you know what I mean? Like, um, find, like... For me, find something positive to start putting your energy towards while you're at camp. Like, you've got a few hours after work and that that you do not have a choice in the matter. You're no. at your room. Go to the gym or... That's right. So it's a perfect example, like we were talking before, to start a, high, a side hustle like we were talking about. Like, the podcast has improved time at camp for me massively. I've got something to put me like keep my brain busy. Like, if you're a footy fan, give, our, give NRL fantasy a go. Just anything to give you, put your time into. Maybe try and read a book. Oh, there's only so many times you can pull yourself. Seriously. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no, that's right. I think I think as well, one important for me thing for me, if you're working at home, uh, you know, that helps with family life and stuff like that, is to leave your bullshit at work and don't bring it home with you. Yeah, definitely. Like if you if you're getting home, kicking the dog, smacking beers in a shitty mood and the missus and kids are tiptoeing around you because because of the situation at work, then you obviously need to change something in your life, eh? And there's only one person who can make it better, and that's, that's you. That's right. So, you know, just a couple of things there. But honestly, boys, find something, and girls, find something if you are working away at work to make those few hours positive because otherwise you're literally in a room the size of a prison cell 
Are you getting your food cooked for you? Everything's happening like that, but it's a lot of time. Shit just, food. Yeah, oh, well, I've, I've, I can't really complain with it, but. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's a lot of time to sit there if you are in a shit headspace. Yeah, so yeah. really try and put your energy towards something good, you know. That's right. And even um I think I gotta learn I'm probably guilty for this too. The drive out day or the day before, I seem to get a little bit grumpy, a bit sassy. Yeah. The day before going, I know I've got to drive back out. Get the shits, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it is, like you're not gonna sit there and say it doesn't suck. Like I'm starting to get to this point now, like when I drive away from a young fella at home, like he's upset because I'm leaving. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it sucks driving away as he's crying, reaching out with his hand. You're going, holy shit, this sucks. But I think one thing for me, like a few people have asked me, like we've talked about this a lot, but yeah, yeah, should. like like as in have said, why do you work away when you got a family at home, or mm. or when when we were pregnant, like when Beck was pregnant, said like, um. Are you going to get a job back home now? And, you know, like the thing is for me is that if I was going to earn the same amount of money that I'm on now, I'd have to be working at home probably six days a week, 12-hour days. Yep. And and for me, I go – Casual, like, probably. Yeah, that's right. And I can go now – I go away for seven days. It sucks and it is getting harder on, on my wife. Mm. But she's a trooper, eh? Does such a great job. And for me, instead of – like spending one Sunday at home, getting at home when the kids are already in bed and stuff, I get seven full days with them, you know what I mean? And we can look forward to that. I think FaceTime and things like that I'm so thankful for and Snapchat and shit because oh, my wife does a great job at sending me videos of what's happening during the day. And although sometimes it does get tough and you do miss times and that, I think it's uh, it definitely works in my family dynamic anyway, you know what I mean? And different things work for certain people. but That's right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. A few people have said to me, how do you do it? And look, yeah, my honest opinion, yeah, I want to get out of it eventually one day, so. 100%. But for now, yeah, make the money and see how we go. Yeah, that's it. But like like what we're doing, like we're trying to say to everyone, start a side hustle and that. Like ever since we've been doing this, I like speaking on behalf of both of us, like putting our energy towards shit that's good and talking to each other instead of just talking shit about what we might do, like we're putting our thoughts and energy towards something that we've got rolling and the difference between that is just phenomenal. That's right, putting that foot in the right direction, just having a start, just yeah. making a start. Making a start. That's right, just start. But, um, yeah, anyway, lads and ladies, um, Grass is Green and Music Festival, it's this weekend. We are fucking pumped to just tear into one, aren't we, We're due. We're due for a send, Russ. We're due. So if you haven't got around it yet, if you didn't win the prizes last week, you know, buy yourself a ticket if they're still available and come get around it. Come party with us. We're keen to fucking have a prime time. We don't get this opportunity very often to just come out like you're going to go to the pub except you're going to a festival. So, Oh, the missus will see you Monday. She yeah. said, I'll see you Sunday morning. <laughs> we'll fucking we'll debate that. See you Monday, you reckon? Oh, yeah, that's unreal. No, nah, she's going to be good. I can't wait. Little, yeah, little sure. Fritter, oh, I can't wait to see him. If you don't know who he is, mate, get around his Instagram, get on the Spotify. The bloke's got some good energy. He's going to get us bopping for sure. Yeah, that's unreal. And we're uh, we're actually going to trees today. We're about to give uh, about to give Michaela Baranov a call. She's actually been headlining with Peak and Duck lately. So to um, just to give you something to look forward to. So we'll give her a call now. Hello. 
Hey, Mickey, it's Tommy and Cam here. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Yeah, good, hey, thanks. Good. Take, uh, thanks for taking <laughs> the time to uh, have a chat with us. What are, you, what are you up to? I'm just walking now, but as you can hear, like my... So I've peed on voice stress. Voice stress, <laughs> nice. I just, it's so frustrating. I keep going from like... I go from a thousand decibels and to mute. I'm like a comical act. Like I'm like something from a cartoon. I'm just like this thing that just keeps going from a million miles to like, all right, I've got to be dead and quiet now. How, <laughs> very how's, the, uh, how's the show's been like so far when you're at the million oh, decibels? So good. It's yeah, so good. good. But as you can say, I'm, but like I'm walking now because I just, I generally went up like on tour or also off tour. I walk up to 30 kilometers sometimes every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I love walking. Yeah, so good um, that's how I process my thoughts and everything. So that's yeah, why I'm just like, yeah, I thought well, I'll walk for this conversation and then I can, yeah, yeah <laughs> multitask. How did you actually How are you guys? Your... Oh, yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, we're, we're good. going well. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, uh, <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you get the opportunity? Like, how did it pop up to perform and headline with Peking Duck? Because that's pretty cool. Oh, well, I've been with them for like, God, I think nearly five years now. Oh, Four really? Years. Yeah, I mean, I've done every show. I've done like probably 300 shows, is it? <laughs> That's unreal. <laughs> so it's been going on for a while. But before seeing me then, I, I did a world tour with Flight Facility. Yep. Um, and it was, and it, and before that, I did X Factor. But everything's been unrelated. And it's just like, it's just funny looking back at how. I don't know, the universe works kind of thing. Like when I when I got off X Factor, I was like, oh, my God, I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. Yep. And then I kept bumping into the flaps of his boys, and it was at the time that they were um, like, yeah, just about to head on a world tour, and they wanted to sing on. So I got that gig. It was just like we, my voice just went really well with their music, and yeah. it was just a really great fit. And then they went on a touring hiatus to focus on their album. And again, I was like, oh, my God, I have no idea what I'm doing at all. Like. I've always wanted to focus on my own music, but at the same time, I haven't, because I like singing so many different genres, and my main passion is really just performing. Um, Like, I've just haven't, I hadn't, I've never known exactly what lane to go down with producing my own stuff, and I've always worked with so many different producers, more as featured artists, and and, and like, like, so I haven't actually chosen my own lane, so that's why I've been so lost. And then during, yeah, just after Flight City on hiatus, the Peking Duck were doing, making the transition from going from a DJ set to a live set. And then, um, we were talking about this the other night, actually. Um, their music director, he, I don't know, because it's like a small kind of, you know, family, the Australian music industry. And he'd heard, he'd heard about me and he said, oh, he called me and said, would you be interested in seeing me Peking Duck? Can you send in like some, you know, demos of you poof, like singing the songs? And I actually hadn't actually heard of any of their songs. I hadn't heard of Strange or anything. Yep. And I was, I just, I get so excited in, like, I, I literally, this is one of my flaws. I say yes to absolutely everything straight away without <laughs> actually thinking. And at the time, at the time, I was in Centennial Park in Sydney running, and I literally just recorded myself singing into my phone in a voice memo and sent that across to them. Yeah, and nice. and Ruben said, Reuven said they had like 300 people, two or 300 people send in professionally recorded demo tapes of them singing in studios and stuff. <laughs> and yeah, I was nice. the only person. <laughs> and you just busted one out on phone. your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just like sang straight to my phone. He's like, we need that girl. Nice. And then, so then I had like a rehearsal with them, made everyone muffins, 
and we all got like a house on fire. It was just like, we just like, it was just, yeah, love at first sight. And yeah, it's just, I've like, been awesome. one of the boys since. Nice. Yeah. How cool is that? What, yeah, year, what so, year was your um, audition, um, X Factor? I still remember watching it on the couch, but I just don't know what year uh, it was. I think, hang on, let me think. So what year are we in now? 2021. Yeah, nearly Wait, over. 21. I reckon, was it 2017? Is that? Wait, that's four years. Yeah, maybe 2017 or 2016. Yeah, right. Yep. So it's been a few years. I think 2016. No, it can't have been 2015. I think 2016, maybe. Yeah. Well, it's not. How crazy. Time just goes so fast. Oh, I know I feel like I'm old age now, but yeah, <laughs> I think it was this year. <laughs> oh, yeah, I reckon. Hey, we saw oh, that. Uh, even that... this trip. Oh, you go. Oh. You go. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I just don't want to swear. Sorry, yeah, continue. <laughs> oh, I swear all you want. But, uh, we, uh, we saw the first festival you skydived in with the team. Tell us a bit about that. That is loose. <laughs> well, so we um, actually, we, this is like our first Grass is Greener, no, third Grass is Greener festival, third yeah. or fourth, I can't remember. Um, and the first one we did in Macau, oh, no, actually it was Cairns. It was still Cairns. We bungee jumped. Everyone in the team bungee jumps, and it was the most beautiful experience of my life. I just and I've been raving on about it since. Yeah. And so when we came up here this time, like we, I mean, we came from a quarantine, I know, a lockdown in Sydney of like 105 days yeah. to two weeks quarantine. Which I went into that thinking, like, you know, I'm going to brace it. It's going to be a yoga retreat, yoga retreat, and like I'm going to meditate, and read, and go to my studio. I'm going to get all this work done. It was hell. It was honestly, oh. it was not. It was so hard. It was the hardest thing I think I've ever done. Yeah, it's I like couldn't your even body, you like you, you. Honestly, I can't. It's like it's hard to imagine. It's your your soul rejects. Like your soul feels crushed. It's yeah, like it's so hard to focus on anything. Mm, we've been so um, lucky. Like up in we're in central Queensland, yeah. so we're uh, yeah we're pretty lucky and have been lucky so far. But um yeah, yeah. That, that would have been a pretty tough experience for you. What a breath of fresh air now, though. Oh my god! Well, that's it. Like when we got out, we're like animals breaking out of a cage and so the first day we got out we're like let's go bungee jumping and then at this like within an hour somehow arranged the manager arranged um for us to go to giant swing bungee jumping and for me to skydive into the festival so that all happened how cool was that was that your first (laughs) time a few hours pardon was that your first time skydiving that was my first time skydiving, and it was, Unreal. oh, I could do it every day. It's so yeah, good, Have eh? you skydived? Yeah. yeah. We've, we actually did it together. Skydive. Oh. Um, haven't bungee jumped. Like I went over together? The, what's that? Like strapped together? Nah, nah. We were uh, strapped with a professional. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was, it was unreal, actually. It was really good. I haven't, oh. I haven't bungee jumped yet. I don't know. That, uh, oh, yeah. trust. Okay, but the funny thing is, bungee jumping, I think, is harder. Oh, yeah, it um, would be. It would be harder. Like, and it, but the, it's not. It's funny because the only the hardest part is overcoming your mind. It's the fear that you install yourself, and that you build up. Like, and and it's just like it's 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 a really great ex, um psychological exercise. Oh, it would be. I'd nearly have <laughs> to get someone to push me off. I reckon. I know. I like kind of had that kind of happened to me because yeah, I was right. like, when I got up there, I was like, Look, and this was the second time. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And then the guy's like, well, here, I'll hold on to you and then just let go when you, you know, when it, so I kind of cheated a little bit like yeah, that. Yeah. But, oh, um, well, he still did it. That's unreal. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. So he feels so great afterwards. But I think that's also why I've been, like, usually I never have, I never struggle with my voice. And I mean, like, I've always looked after and everything. But I yeah. think this time, 
I've been <laughs> I've been struggling with like keeping my voice because that after the that was the first show, so yeah. we just went from like you know I've been in, in recording mode from like this whole year, and then singing live you use your voice differently, and so I did had all those adrenaline <laughs> activities in one day, and then the after party which I, I'm never going to ever again because <laughs> you were there till like nine in the morning and you you can't, as a singer, you can't go to a, a club where yeah. you're screaming. You, like, you just lose your voice. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm, I lose my voice from talking. And so because I started off on the wrong foot from the very first show, it's like it's like you're you know, trying to run with a sprained ankle and you, and you keep trying to, you know, keep yeah. able to use it. That's what's been happening with this one. So it's... Very frustrating, but yeah, I live like and learn. Like, a, cool, living, like so. a cold spring, you just come out flying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's unreal. Uh, so how's, the, um, how's the crowd been for you? Like, have they reacted well? Uh, been a good uh, good energy? So well. Oh, my God. Everyone's just been so – everyone has looked like they're having the best time ever. And even just how, how friendly and kind and, and everyone is and, and – like everyone's just so happy to be there. Yeah, that's and great right. to be there. The uh, energy so, is just so wonderful. Yeah, we're like, very keen for uh, for Gladstone. Like that's where we are. So. Oh my god, it's so it's the Gladstone. We can actually. Oh wait, well I was going to say we can really let our hair down. But we've yeah. got um, after after Gladstone the following week. I've got Ability Fest in Melbourne with the boys. Yeah, right. So like that's uh, originally. Yeah, and the ball keeps rolling till like pretty much February now at, at this point. So I do have to like try and try and control myself a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. What's, <laughs> what's what's the future plans for you in the next couple of years? You reckon? Well, I mean, I'm really focusing on my solo stuff. Yeah, and really trying to because, like, I mean, my ultimate goal is to be touring the world uh, like indefinitely. I just love. I love the stage and I love, I just love performing. I love the tour lifestyle. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm really, I've got three singles coming out over the next month. Cool. So I'm kind of like, I'm not following any guidelines of what most people do with releasing and stuff. I'm kind of just, because what I'm learning at the moment, particularly too, is people like, you know, there's, especially when if you're an independent artist, there's no right or wrong way of doing anything. Um, and the results, like, because the world's in such a, a different place than it's ever been before with with COVID and, you know, with live music, yeah. with um, the radio, like, yeah, everything's sure. in a new spot. And, and like, even getting getting that, like, you know, that that leg and that, like, just that, that, that first step to really getting stuff out there on Spotify or anything, like, it's, it's Everyone's competing against each other more than ever right now as yeah. as musicians, like just to get yeah. the exposure. And I mean, I hate even saying like you know musicians are competing because it's not a sport. But yeah. but it's like you know at the end of the day, we're, everyone has their own audience. But getting the getting the opportunities that off that you know get you get you out there for, and your music circulating, it's really really hard. So I'm just sort of thought, right, well I'm not I'm not going to be sitting on all these songs that I've that I've made over the last year. I just want to get them out there. And it's a different game. Like, you know, when you release a song, it's not like fireworks don't go off the day it's released and it doesn't just go, you know, viral like that. It's it's a slow it's slow a slow day. burn now. Yeah. Yeah. So um I'm getting I'm just knocking out as much as much music as I can at the moment and then seeing my seeing it as like an overall product rather than like, you know, the the lifespan of like one song and then the lifespan of another one. I'm just like 
I'm, I'm seeing it all as like a big project that I want to tour with. And, yeah, that's awesome. And um, honestly, what you're doing at the yeah. moment, like touring around with the guys and hooking in like you are and being such a good presence on the stage and that, like people are going to know your name and look you up for your singles and that. So I reckon you're doing a great job. Yeah. Crazy to see oh, where you've come you. since X Factor. Crazy to see where you've come since X Factor. It's bloody unreal. Oh, thank you. I've got a long way to go, but I'm, I'm certainly learning a lot. And like when I look back at, Oh, when I look back at my performances, even from like last year, I cringe. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm definitely feeling like, I mean, performing is all about your connection with an audience and, and, you know, and your presence on stage. And, and I'm over this last year particularly, I've gotten so into meditation. Like I meditate every morning and every night and I'm really into yoga. And yeah, cool. like, I mean, I think that's the main thing about when you, when you're on a stage, being able to connect with the audience, because I mean, I can't do what I do without having the audience there, and you know, and it's not—it's not a special experience if if everyone isn't involved, you know. And yeah, I think sure. really valuing that and understanding that as a performer is something that you only get really with experience and, and realizing that you know your, your your job is to create moments with people. Like <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's not about throwing off your skill or anything. Like it's about you're creating moments with people, and that's like. It's just that, yeah, that's, I think, the, the biggest thing that I've been learning. And, uh, yeah. That's unreal. And the, the good thing is, like, this backyard series, like, I think it's great that people in a small town like Gladstone, like where we are, are going to be able to experience what's coming here. Like, I think oh, it's a really good definitely. thing to create those moments for people not having to go six hours or however many hours Absolutely. away to a festival. They can, uh, they can just go back home after and experience something like that. Pretty cool. Oh, definitely. And Toowoomba, that well, I, had, I had a lot of people message um, from Toowoomba as well, saying that was the first festival they had there. Yeah. And um, and the grass is greener. The whole team, like Ollie Frost and everyone who's who's work who's working behind the scenes is putting the grass greener on there. It's just it's a family environment. That's awesome. And it's like it's, it's yeah, like I it's, it's just so guys. lovely. Good. Yeah, yeah, they're all just a great team, and they all they're just great little human beings. No, that's awesome. I really love you being a part of it. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're so excited to see the show, and um, best of luck oh, for you in the future. So and uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it'll be good. Thanks a lot, eh, for taking the time to talk to us, and uh, I'm sure we'll Absolutely. hear your stuff in the future. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. I'm sorry it's been delayed sometimes. Oh no, my it's sweet. It's sweet. All good. <laughs> we'll say we'll say good day if we see you anyway in a week or oh, two weeks Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, you you guys will be backstage, won't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. We'll yep, see how we go. Perfect. If you can't, then I can, well, just let me know or yeah. I'll get you back. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be floating around somewhere anyway. <laughs> perfect. All right. See you later. Uh, Take, take care. care. See you guys. Right, Have a great week. Bye-bye. Right, mate. That was good, mate. Talking to uh, talking to Mickey. She seems like she's going to um, fairly hook in at the festival and, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's unreal. Uh, she's done well. Yeah, it'll be good. But, um. Mate, just to just sort of steer towards the end here, I've got a uh, couple of qu- random questions that I've got for you that I've been thinking of. My brain works in mysterious ways and I just think of weird <laughs> shit that I need to ask people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was at work the other day and I'm not a massive Milo drinker, eater, like at home, but I was at work the other day and I made myself one and I was going, how fucking good is Milo? And then I thought, I've got... The technique of making a Milo absolutely fucking nailed, mate. So what's your Milo making slash eating technique? 
I don't dabble in them too often, but um, as a kid, yeah, she used to be Milo first. Yep. Milk. Yep. Stir her up. Yeah, that's it. Let it rise to the top, then add a bit more. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the go. I'll, I'll run you through mine because I've got a very detailed fucking thing that I go through. <laughs> so she's the fuckload of Milo. Mm-hmm. Like, heaps. And then put your milk in, get the spoon in, stir around the base so it all comes up to the top. Then I just flat bottom with the spoon and, and get bottom. it all and get it all wet so it's not like eating dust. And then when she's all just a bit wet, you smash it off the top with a spoon, crunch it up, and then you drink the chalky milk after. Stop it. Yeah. If you're actually if you've got a different way you eat Milo or drink Milo, give us give us a message, but it'd be hard to beat that one, I reckon. Fucking oaf. Um how long till the cinemas aren't a thing anymore, you reckon, bro? We wouldn't be far off with Netflix. There were recent new mate, movies. I, like, I remember when we were in school and stuff, all the hype was the new movies coming out. You know, this was mm. released this day. It was packed at the cinema. How long since, like, probably because of COVID and shit like That's that right. too, but how long since it's been like that? I can't even think of, a, of an ad or anything I've seen about movies. No. It's crazy. There's so many platforms you can watch stuff on now. Yeah. And so, Prime, yeah, Prime almost, I think it releases all the new movies. Yeah. It, it, Netflix got some crazy honestly, movies. honestly, I reckon the cinemas is going to be like, for our era, people around our age, like how we are with the drive through Remember your parents talk about the drive-in? I used the to love the drive through But like, oh, I can't really say that I remember Did you ever it, go to it? No, I don't know. Behind West School in, in Gladier? No, I don't think so. The big either. bucket of KFC, 20 bucks entry in the old 80 series, pull oh. the old speakers into the windows. <laughs> no, I don't know, man, but... I reckon, like, our kids will probably see cinemas as we saw drive-ins because yes, it's just going towards that way, eh? Yeah. Um, this one, mate. At what age does falling over become a fool? <laughs> That's right, Because yeah. I, I was out of work the other day and one of the boys was telling us about, like, his someone, like, grandma or something had a fall and it's never, it's never good when they have a fall and it's always talked about as in have a fall. But when my young fella falls over, he fell over. <laughs> You know what I mean? And even if I fell over, I'd fell over. Me dad even. If he fell over, dad fell over. So what age is it when they go, oh, they've had a fall? Yeah. It's just, You'd have to be over 70, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be 70 plus you've had a fall, you reckon? Well, if I had me, yeah, I had me granddad or either granddad fall over, I'd be like, yeah, he's had a fall. Yeah, right. Because it's a shattered hip or something, those cunts fall over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's no, just get up, brush, brush it off, you'll be right. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty much, that's a, when you know you're old, you've had a fall. That's yeah, pretty yeah. much it, eh? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, you see an older fella, I don't know, yeah, that 50 mark or whatever, if they just fall over, you go, well, that was a, yeah, a bit full on, they carry on a bit more, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You're starting to transition into that fucking no, just, older stage. I just found it funny, though. I was thinking oh, about right. it going, that's funny. Like, what? Well, that's yeah. back to that shark attack, a yeah, shark yeah. bite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't when do you call it a shark attack? Oh, when you can't find the body, I'm pretty sure it's a shark attack. Yeah, 100%. Oh, it's funny. Um... Has the lifeguard at the pool for the Olympics got the craziest number on earth? <laughs> Surely he does. Well skilled, mate. well skilled, yeah. Yeah, mate, he's, he hasn't got much to do, much to do there. Paralympics, on the other hand, totally different story. Holy. <laughs> you have to have a good resume to get that number, I reckon. <laughs> oh. one, uh, one question I've got for you, man, and a bit of a, bit of a deep one, but if you could live forever, would you? I reckon either way, probably, yeah, I reckon. I reckon I would too. And what sparked this conversation, I heard this, I was watching this clip the other day, man, about 
this bloke asked our mate the same question and he answered exactly like us. We're like, yep. And I just want to play it to show you his answer. It sort of made me think a bit. Yep. If you could live forever, would you? Yes. <laughs> okay. We're well, done we're the <laughs> Yes. Uh, no, okay, sure, that's an attractive idea. But the way I look at it is, it is the knowledge that I'm going to die that creates the focus that I bring to being alive. The urgency of accomplishment, the need to express love now, not later. If we live forever, why ever even get out of bed in the morning? Because you always have tomorrow. That's not the kind of life I want to lead. It's a pretty, uh, pretty different pretty way active. to look at it. That's eh? right. I reckon I'd still want to live forever. Yeah, I just reckon I have a bit more ambition. We've got every life to live. I wouldn't be doing shit that I don't want to be doing. Yeah, I, I can definitely see where where he's coming from, though. Eh? Oh, definitely. Puts a puts a different light on it. Going well, like it does, sort of make you think. I need to go and get after this. Like sports wise, even you know, like in your in your twenties, you go, oh, I need to fucking hook in now because. The old knees start playing up at 30. You know, like it puts it into perspective where if you just had forever like that, uh, what's that thing where you're on time, or the time thing where they just stay at 25 or whatever. Yeah, the whole time, yeah. But yeah, no, I just thought that was an interesting um, interesting take on it, you know. One oh, bit like of a, if I won, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, go, mate. If sure. I, um, like if I, I always said if I win lotto or had like a heap, like millions of dollars or whatever, I just learn different skills. You'd go to Thailand, you'd go Muay Thai for a month, learn that yeah. skill. You'd go the Maldives, go dive and learn scuba diving. I just that's that's the type of person I am. I'd learn different skills and like go into that environment and learn that because f- you got the time to do it. You know That'd what I mean? Pretty sweet, eh? It would be awesome, I reckon. Yeah. It um one more lighthearted thing before we get to the joke of the day. What I wanted to bring up is is the shower fart the most powerful fart of all time. I reckon the bath's got it covered. But bath sh- fart. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a really a bath man. You know what I mean? I'm. Uh, I'm oh, not a. I'm, I'm not a bath man. Are you a bath man? Oh, not out here on the property, but back in town. Where? Oh yeah. I actually remember the missus fucking filming. I was having a red wine. Fucking talking to you on yeah, the phone. Yeah, I think we're two hours in. Yeah, yeah. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have a bottle of plonk. Fucking. Talking smack as you're driving home. Yeah, that was unreal. So you reckon it's got the shower fart covered? Yeah, yeah, fucking oh. You reckon? <laughs> yeah, she's potent. Definitely. She's got the slide window that come up the side. Yeah, yeah. You can really block yourself in like a cubicle. Oh, it is powerful, but man. Like, I did a bit of research too, and it's like when you drop one in the shower, it's, it immediately enters the surrounding atmosphere unfiltered. Hence why the smell is worse. The warm, steamy air may also be a factor as convention currents cause the gas to rise straight to your nose. It's uh, full on. It's full on. That's near breakup material if you drop one with the missus in there with you too. It, it's, it's, she's a carrier. Definitely if you cop from the other end. Yeah. No, that 100%. 100%. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought I'd bring that up because it is, it is powerful, the old uh, shower fart. Mate, that, uh, that wrap, wraps up an enjoyable one. I had a, I had a good time just That's s- talking smack there for a bit. Um, Fuck, I know. Can't wait for this weekend. Oh, mate, it's going to be awesome. Like we said before, make sure that if you see us, come say good day. Let's have a good time. We because we're opposite rosters, we don't get many opportunities to actually party together, and that's so. We're taking the weekend off, so we're on. Come say good day. Let's get around it, um, mate. Did you want to kick off the joke of the day or what? 
Yeah, I'll kick it off. Um, right, here we go. What's the best thing about dating a homeless woman? What's that, mate? You can drop a fucking anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> After the date. <laughs> That's the game for us. What about um, the Twin Towers are like genders? There used to be two of them. Fucking <laughs> 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 accurate, though. Oh, fucking oaf. Oh, I'm going to carry on with that too much. But, yeah, guys, like we said at the start of the episode, you know, get around us, have a listen to what we're doing, um, follow us on Instagram, get around the Facebook page we just made, keep an eye out for the YouTube channel we're going to do. We're going to start dropping some little short clips on, on everything so you can start getting some visuals, you know. And, um, and start yeah. training for a half marathon in the new year. That's going to be hectic. Yeah, I reckon she's going to be full on. But uh, everyone remember to just stay right out of yourselves. Thanks again. See you later. Bye. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.